Hello and welcome to the Daily Dollar. I am Adam Shalafu, uh, founder and host of the Hoopstradamus podcast and YouTube series, YouTube channel, uh, all things Hoopstradamus. Uh, join me is the prophet himself, Hami Arain, on the Hoopstradamus hotline. Hami, happy Thursday. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Yeah, this is a very exciting day. Earth Day, uh, one of my favorite days of the year, two days after April 20th. And uh, yeah, I, I pretty much celebrate the same way that I celebrate the April 20th. And how do you celebrate Just by April? Just hanging out, hanging out in nature, hanging out with Earth, my buddy, my good buddy Earth. Yes. Sometimes I pee on you, but mm. it's nothing personal. <laughs> you ever seen the Lorax? Is that the Dr. Seuss? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is that Dr. Seuss? It is Dr. Seuss. I don't think I've seen the movie. The movie that came out whenever, in the 2010 or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, with Danny DeVito. Is it good? Is it worth watching? I think it's worth the watch. You know, um, the original is always better, even though the original is a cartoon. Uh, but there, there's a lot of positive messages there. And uh, you know me, I'm always joking. But the Earth, we got to protect it. And... President Biden today talked about cutting our emissions by uh, 50% by the year 2030, and that would be pretty cool. We won't get political uh, on this show today, but I will say that I am all for reducing climate emissions. I think that we have a responsibility at this point. You know, we, we got to do something with this earth, and we got to uh, protect it and fight for it because the Lorax isn't real, you know? And so. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm thinking of the point, like, what, when is it going to be a time where we think it's too late, or is it already too late? You know, that's a great question, and I think that really it depends on the, the Earth itself. I think the Earth has an ability to fight back. I think we might underestimate it a little bit. You know, just look at the way all of a sudden there were dolphins swimming around in Italy, when uh, the first pandemic or the first wave of the pandemic hit, you know, because people weren't out there, people were polluting. And so I do think that the earth could heal itself. And I don't think we should ever underestimate the power of creation to do things like that, you know. Um, But we would have to facilitate an environment conducive to healing for this great, great earth. And uh, that's his... Have you thought about going into politics? I, I wanted to be the president of the United States when I was a, a young child. Should I, should I practice? Dude, honestly, would you still want that job? Like, if you were, if, you, if, if, uh, what, uh, what, almost 30-year-old you came down to, to 7-year-old you, and you ended up becoming the president, knowing everything you know, would you tell that kid, would you tell him that well, that, that's what you wanted to be doing? I would tell that kid to make some different choices along the way uh, if I wanted to be the president. But, you know, I haven't ruled it out. I haven't ruled it out. I could run in, you know, 2030-something. Like 2040. 2036, 2032. Yeah, probably. about 2040. I'd have to really get my shit together. Not that I don't have it together, but I don't have it together to the point to be the leader of the free world. And I definitely wouldn't want to inherit what's going on right now but i think we all have a responsibility to be good 
human beings, not just good citizens. We have a responsibility to each other and any healing, whether it's political healing or social healing or healing of the planet, it really does start with you. It starts with me and it starts with the choices we make every single day. How can we be a positive uh, influence as opposed to a negative influence? And how can we be more conscientious about the impact we do make and not overestimate the impact we have, but not underestimate the impact we have either? Hold on one second. I'm just trying to just tossing my tacos out the window here. That's <laughs> earth, you know. Yeah, make sure, make sure you <laughs> just toss them on the ground. <laughs> yeah, they're there. Yeah, they're, they're for lies. I, I I can't tell if you're joking or not because I can't see you. No, I, I I am joking. Oh. I'm, actually, I'm actually fasting. I've been fasting. Oh, okay. It's been tough. What, what's it's been the, tough? I think is, and I've been playing so much basketball while doing it. It's it's actually kind of funny because I'm trying to actually because every year during Ramadan I feel like I gain weight. I'm very religious usually, and but I usually during Ramadan I, I guess I, I I just fast night because you know your family's gonna be guilt tripping you if you don't do it with them and you know if i do eat i won't do it in front of them obviously but yeah like i i, I it's weird i always gain like five ten pounds because you know you're always downing food after sunset and you're just you just eat till you're so full and then you know the holiday comes eat comes and then it's basically christmas and you're basically eating all day anyway so i'm trying to play you know i'm taking it one hour at a time i'm trying to play as much basketball as possible but it's hard not to cheat. I cheat sometimes. I just drink like a little bit of water, and that's it. I just I don't touch it anymore. Just like just like a, two ounces, I don't touch it anymore. Uh, but I know it doesn't really count, you know, in like the sense of like you know my dead relatives watching me do this, and they're like, yeah, we, we know that you cheat. And uh, you know what do you get? What do you guys gonna do about it? Maybe they can get me back with karma. I don't know. Lance Armstrong cheated, but he only had one testicle, and he raised a lot of money for cancer. You know, you know who also cheated? Barry Bonds. Yeah. And he's still the greatest player of all time in my lifetime. You know who else cheated? Bill Clinton. He got a blowjob. Yeah. You know so. who else cheated? LeBron James. Flopper. Whiner. Crybaby. <laughs> cheater. Oh, my and I goodness. Believe, I, I do not doubt this guy, man. Dude, this guy, you know, people always say, very loyal guy, LeBron James. I, I, I don't know because because Le, I, I'm not sure if LeBron has been completely, completely, absolutely, because there's been a lot of rumors with him with Miami Heat, you know, fiddling around. Oh, what what kind of rumors? Fiddling around. You, you know, fiddling around, you know, those kind of things. You know, fiddling around with, you know, talking to other women. Oh. And, you know, like, if I were... I think her name is Savannah. If I were, if I were her, and I, I don't know why we're talking about this now with a daily dollar, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, if I were her, I mean, like, it, maybe they had an understanding. I don't know. Maybe they had some sort of a you know, agreement. Maybe, maybe they got to a point where something like that has to happen. I don't know. I don't care. I shouldn't care. I shouldn't care. But like, you know, people people talk about LeBron. Like, they talk about the people who are least likely to cheat on their wives for some stupid reason. NBA fans talking about this shit. And Neil LeBron comes up. And That's I'm like, so I don't stupid. Know. Least likely to cheat on their wives. <laughs> yes, the most loyal, the most yeah. faithful. And obviously, Steph Curry's always making that list. And I, I, I you know, I, that that seems, you know, I, I guess it sounds about right. Russell Westbrook is making the list. 
but you know who's not making a list is James Harden. He's usually not there. He's not nowhere to be found. The masturbator. Well, we can't find any love anywhere, any true love. Yeah, he's he's been searching high. He's been searching low. Uh, but the more he looks, the more his beard does grow. Uh, anyway, let, let's let's get, let's get into it. Uh, we got we got plenty of games, as you mentioned. This is the Daily Dollar, and if you're just uh, listening or you're tuning in live on YouTube, we have our um, in dog years we have seven people watching, uh, and so that's very exciting. Uh, but in human years, that's just one person. So thank you, one person, whoever you are. Feel free to hit us up in the comment section. And if you're the person, you know, I gotta say that one person's been pretty damn consistent whenever we watch whenever I, we put like, this thing on, right? I want to send this one person a T-shirt. Like, just, yeah, I, 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 I think that would be a great idea. One person, please email us. What's the email? Uh, foocorp at gmail dot com. F o u x c o r p at gmail dot com. I'll get you a shirt, whoever you are. Anyway, just, just give us your address, your social security. Just give us your middle name. Give us where you grew up. Give us your mother's father's maiden middle name. name. Right, mother's maiden name, father's middle name. Mother's maiden name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite teacher's name when you're in third grade? You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe what was your childhood pet's name? Uh, what's your shoe size? You know, just basic information, just because we want to get to know you better. Anyway, uh, it is the Daily Dollar, and before we get started, I will say that I actually. Hit on a parlay last night. It was very exciting. It was, it, parlays are always a gamble, no pun intended. But um, the true gamble. Yeah, I I thought it was a, a pretty conservative one, and there were a lot of good games last night, and so I didn't want to do anything outlandish, anything too crazy. Uh, the one that was closest was the Nuggets. I had them. Just, oh my god, you bet on that game! My I did. God, that game. I actually that was one of the few games this season where I actually watched the whole thing. It was a you know, great at game. At some points, I kind of passively watched some of it, but it was a great, damn great game. Mm-hmm. I know Lillard didn't play really well. I know, uh, but, you know, Jokic is still... The MVP case, I mean, still, still up there. Michael Porter Jr. had great. Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson. He played great. He's been <laughs> he's been great lately. Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson. That's amazing. Yeah, I said <laughs> that the, the Mavericks, the Jazz, and the Nuggets were going to win. So the only real risky one was the Nuggets, but I just felt like the Blazers were on the second night of a back-to-back, and I knew that they'd had some issues with uh, with health. Uh, Nurkic played, but he really hasn't been the same, and so, uh, yeah. It's crazy. came down to that last shot by Powell. Almost made it. It was so close. Yeah. You know, it was weird. I mean, yesterday we had two game winners where you're thinking, like, why didn't the, the main guy get it? The two opportunities, right? Like yesterday we had that game, right? The Norman Powell going for the win. When usually it's kind of Damian Lillard going for that. Right. Was Lillard playing? He was playing, right? Yeah, he was playing. Yeah. He didn't play really well. He didn't shoot well, at least. But uh, yeah, like you know, why isn't he getting it? And then the Warriors Wizards game, like why isn't Steph? Curry, I mean, like you know, Wiggins usually oh. makes that kind of layup. Yeah. But Steph Curry's open in the corner, you know, or you know. I get it. It's hard. It's you, fast. You, yeah. And, and, I, I don't know. Swinging the ball to Curry, it's the best play because it's Curry for the win from the corner. And he's, dude, remember that, you remember that video, right, when he was at the Bulls practice facility making all, 105 threes in a row? I mean, yeah, who, who uh, Steph Curry? Steph Curry. Steph Curry, yeah. He made 105 in a row? 104, 103, whatever it was. Like, from it was, three? It was a couple months ago. A three-pointer. You remember that? No, that's insane. I mean, like, yeah, I'm, just look it up. It was at the Bulls practice facility. It's like you can see like, the Bulls banners in the background, and stuff like that. Good lord! 
Well, yeah, it, it was awesome. It was, it was a pretty big thing too. But like, that's a shot from the corner, that for the win. And like, you know, that guy's made that shot. He can literally make it 107 times in a row. You know, unbelievable. <laughs> well, uh, let's let's do it this way. Let's try to pick only if you're comfortable with it. You know. Let's pick a few locks today, and let's try to do that every time. Uh, it's it's tough because a lot of these games, I, I can't really find a lock for anything. Maybe New Orleans. Yeah, I think that's let, let's let's start there. I think that's the, the closest I have to a lock. Yeah, you know the Spurs. I, those are the two I'm most confident in uh, that the Pelicans are going to beat Orlando and that the Spurs are going to beat Detroit. But uh, I don't think I think they're both close to a lock. But I don't think any I don't think either I, I is think, a lock. Uh, I think the Pelicans are closer to winning than than the Pistons are closer uh, to losing. I guess you know I'm I'm actually kind of surprised by some of these lines today too, and and we'll get into that. Uh, there's one where I'm a little miffed about who the Let's favorite right is. Now. Let's do that one. Okay, wanna, all right, we'll start with that one. Yeah, the Chicago Bulls are the favorite against the oh Charlotte Hornets. And well, I think it's because Charlotte's coming. Oh no, the Bulls are coming off the back to back. Charlotte, are they coming off the back to back too? I don't think so. Uh, Maybe not. I don't. I, I don't think they did. They play last night. I'm gonna check right now. Okay. Yesterday, the 21st, the Charlotte Hornets did not play. Yeah, so they did not play. So it's a rested Hornets team against a Bulls team that just got their ass handed to them. Uh, yeah. Now, like I, a stack of flapjacks. I, I do believe. I do believe the Bulls are gonna come out fire at the beginning they're gonna come out looking pretty good come out looking maybe a little more uh you know a little more tuned up and stuff like that but i think they're still gonna lose by like six points okay yeah i mean i just don't understand how you can have the bulls be the favorite over the hornets right now and the bulls are such an enigma because this this team you know gets destroyed by cleveland but just beat boston uh obviously no zach levine and you know the hornets are dealing with their own injuries uh vernon carey is their starting center uh, and I'm, I'm not sure and who that is. I, I, fuck it, man. I'm, I'm going to go Bulls barely win. I think the Bulls really? win at the buzzer. I'm, I'm going to go Bulls. I'm, I'm going to fuck it. I'm going to go right now. 106 to 105, the Bulls win. Wow. That's pretty much exactly uh, online with Vegas oh, yeah, right now. Over. Yeah, because the, the over-under is 210, so you're going over a total of 211, and, and you have the Bulls winning by one. So you're saying the Bulls cover and it's an over. Wow! Yeah, I can't believe the Bulls would cover like that. I mean, I guess that, that's the only—that's the best. I mean, that's the only thing you can only go over, right? With that, yeah, you, you, you go even or over. Yeah, I mean, if if they hit it, they hit it, right? This is yeah. very interesting. So the Bulls' average, uh, their season average, is is really dropped down. For a while, it was just over one fifteen points per game. Now it's just under one twelve, and so uh, their offense has really cooled off, and. Obviously, when they don't have their best offensive player, I think that'll be a factor. Uh, Charlotte still doesn't have Lonzo, or I'm sorry, Lamelo back, and uh, still missing Gordon Hayward and Malik Monk. So I think both these teams should not be scoring as much as usual. And uh, I do think that the Bulls will come out with a little bit of an edge after the embarrassing performance last night. Um, so... I just don't understand how the Bulls are the favorite here with how uh, shitty, frankly, they've looked lately. So yeah, they've looked really bad. But like, I'm looking at like some of these heads, like these team stats. I guess uh, these are just like basic, you know, just very basic stats, counting kind of stats, like league rankings. Okay. And the Bulls right now are average about 112. Yeah. 
uh, and that's just a, a little over the, the Hornets. And the field goal percentage is a lot better. Free throw percentage is a lot better. The Hornets are a better three-point team for sure. Yeah. So that's like their big thing. Uh, and they're slightly better with blocks. They can average like 0.5 more blocks per game. But in terms of assists and like rebounds, they're pretty, they're kind of even. The Bulls are slightly ahead in, in both. But like the Hornets, I mean, it, it, it might come down to how hot they are from shooting and, you know, yeah, like they're rested. So I, I like, and anyone who's watching, like, we're diehard Bulls fans. Yeah, you know, we are. You guys don't know. Full transparency. We're diehard Bulls fans, but I can easily see the Hornets winning this one, you know, 101 to 94. It, and the Bulls, uh, I'm just picking the Bulls tonight just because, you know, I think we're going to, we might see a game winner or something like that. Zach Levine or Vooch. Let's give it to Vooch. Let's give it to Vooch for a game winner. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, I think Levine, is Levine a game time decision? No, he, he's, no out. he's out. He's out. He's out. I forgot about that. He's out. He's out. Yeah. I totally forgot about I'm that. I'm going to go Charlotte. See, against this Vernon Carey guy, I think, I think, I, I think he might torture. Him. I don't know. I'm not we'll gonna, I, I thought Vernon Carey was a football player from like 10 years ago. I thought he was a lineman. Um, but Drew Carey's son? Maybe. I, I've never heard of this guy. And that's saying something because we watch a lot of basketball. But I, I think that the Chicago Bulls lose this one. Uh, I, I think it's going to be about 109 to 106. So I think it is going to be close. But I just don't understand how the Bulls can be the favorite with how they've looked lately. Uh, I understand that... You know, the Hornets aren't playing their best basketball, but the Bulls are, are on the second night of a back-to-back, and they just got smoked. Uh, so the only way they do win this is if they come out guns a-blazing. But, like, you look at that starting lineup for the Bulls. It's Kobe White, Garrett Temple, Patrick Williams, Daniel Tyson, Nikola Vucevic. Uh, I, my, my faith in Kobe White has been fleeting all season, and I just don't trust him at this point, I hate to say, because... I had very high hopes for him going into the season, but I think that Devontae Graham and Terry Rozier are going to be a real problem for the Bulls' backcourt, and that could lead to a high-scoring game. And uh, Someone people don't talk about enough is P.J. Washington. P.J. Washington and Miles Bridges are going to be a problem as well. And so I, I just don't think the Bulls are going to be able to guard the Hornets. And the Hornets are kind of an underrated team. And so what did I say, 109-106? Yeah, you got the Hornets win. Yeah, yeah, and so that is. I'm, I am going with the over with you. So we're we're both taking the over, and I think that that's smart because that factors into neither of these teams are necessarily elite defensive teams, and uh, both give up around or both score around you know 111 points a, a game, and so that should be closer to like 220 in theory if uh, the the numbers are going to reflect that tonight. So one down. We got. You got the Bulls. Vernon Carey, by the way. Vernon Carey, second round, 32nd overall pick, is the son of Vernon Carey Sr. And is Vernon Carey Sr. a football player? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Wow. Yeah, he played for the Dolphins. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. What a moment, folks. Yeah, this is really cool. And, uh, yeah, he is a uh, – he, he's from Florida, looks like, uh, obviously. I guess his dad played for the Dolphins. Uh, and he played for the Hornets – He's on the Hornets, what I'm talking about. He's playing with the Greensboro Swarm, their D-League team. He's kind of fresh off their D-League. Okay. But, yeah. Amazing. I knew I knew Vernon Carey was, was a, a top, football player. Apparently, he was one of the top-ranked players like oh, from high school, from the high school class. But That's incredible. Yeah, well, we'll see. This guy was born in February 2001. Jeez, he's a baby. Yeah, he's 20 years old. 
All right, let's uh, let's head down to the Alamo. They say never forget the Alamo or don't forget the Alamo. What do they say about the Alamo? Maybe they do say... 2005 just... finals rematch, that's what they say. Oh. <laughs> you know who's really freaking good, Hami, that people aren't talking about yet? And if, and if you see... And I'll, I'll take a look, actually, for, for the, the good listeners. Uh, I'm going to see if there's any props for this guy today. But you know who's a absolute stud in putting up monster numbers lately is Isaiah Stewart the starting center for the Detroit Pistons. And this guy uh, was a one-and-done with the Washington Huskies last year. And I got to see him up close and personal covering some Pac-12 basketball. And he actually reminded me a lot of Andre Drummond. That was my comparison, ironically. And uh, he's got a better jump shot than Drummond, but just like kind of freaky, um, like that almost like Donkey Kong type build where like your shoulders have shoulders and those shoulders also have shoulders like you know just a massive human being uh, where no matter what he's wearing it's going to look tight Uh, but in recent games Isaiah Stewart has just been putting on a show Uh, well I guess not yesterday he only played 16 minutes yesterday uh, 6 rebounds but here's the a few, no, few games before that, that. he had it's 21 uh, yeah 21 rebounds against the thunder in 32 minutes 15 and 21 against the thunder 19 points and 12 rebounds against the wizards and then 18 points and 16 rebounds against uh the cleveland cavaliers and so uh, obviously the spurs are a really good team he, he might not go absolutely crazy but I'm I'm seeing if there is a line on what he can do on the rebounds, and there isn't. There isn't. But if one does emerge, he's. I would I would take the over if it's ten. Uh, ten. He'll get more than ten rebounds tonight, and keep an eye on that guy just in general. But what, what were you going to say about Isaiah? Yeah, it's funny they mentioned because I wasn't sure where you were going to go with that. I thought you were going to say uh, Sadik Bay or Killian Hayes. Yeah, they yeah, got like a kind are, of a fun young those, core. Those are, Pistons fans are very excited for those three guys. Yeah, and that's where like this could be a trap game for the Spurs. That's where I hesitate to call it a lock, but the Spurs are healthy right now. Uh, they're just a shade under five hundred, and they're trying to stay in this uh, playoff mix. But Derek White is back, and he he's really one of the more underrated players. When he's healthy, he's a really nice piece for them. Uh, but when you have a healthy Deontay Murray, a healthy Derek White, DeMar DeRozan, Kelton Johnson, who's been really nice for them, and uh, Jacob Pirtle, who, who, who's, you know, he's a serviceable center. He's, he's certainly not uh, living up to the hype that he once had when, you know, he was supposed to be the the stud, you know, back when he was in college. And I, I digress. But the San, San Antonio Spurs... On a little bit of a struggle right now. They're four and six in their last ten, just like the Pistons. But I, I gotta go with the better team. Weird things can happen. Uh, the over under is two seventeen. San Antonio is almost a nine point favorite. The Detroit Pistons seem to like they keep it close until the fourth quarter, and so I think this one could be interesting. But I, I do feel like they have a good chance to cover. It just won't look that way till late. Uh, let's see. What, what's your prediction? I'm, I'm going to pull up some charts here. I got the Spurs winning by 7, 114 to 107. 
Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm going to go Spurs 109, uh, Pistons 98. So the Spurs cover, and I believe that is an under. Yeah, that's an under. Yeah. I, I feel like it, it should be a slower game. Uh, but if the Spurs get hot, sometimes that offense, when the ball moves with them, sometimes they're just problematic. Yeah. And so I feel more confident about the Spurs winning. I think they should cover, uh, but it will be close. It's eight and a half, uh, but I feel good about the Spurs. I'm going to call that one uh, Spurs money line. I'm going to call a lock. I think they need this win, and they're too disciplined to lose to a team like Detroit. So I'm going Spurs is, is one of my locks. But just money line. I can't guarantee that they cover that spread. I can't guarantee anything. In, in case you missed the, uh, we always say at the beginning or at the end, I guess we didn't today, but we don't know the future, folks. We, we just really don't know the future. We try, and uh, I know that you've been eating cloves of garlic every morning to try to like enhance that part of your brain that sees the future. And I even sent you a package of uh, fresh green beans, and you've been putting those in a blender, not during Ramadan, of course, and then putting those with uh, flaxseed oil and moon juice. Moon juice is juice that comes from the moon, and that helps you see uh, a few moons into the future. Uh, but is, has that been working for you? Yep, I just got that, and I also had a shot of liquid ecstasy, too, so it's been good. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, I've been drinking a lot of Wolfsbane, uh, and it's been quite... Wolfsbane? That sounds like a soccer team. Yeah, yeah, the Wolf Wolfenhausen is that a soccer team? Uh, Wolverhampton, Wolverhampton, I think Wolverhampton. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should start a they, soccer they play show. In the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, not the Super League though. Uh, let's let's move on to we'll, we'll save the best ones for last. Well, these next three are honestly, well, yeah. Let, let's let's go to let's go to Disney World. Let's go to Disney World, and then we'll yeah, save the next lot. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah well, let's just quickly get this over with here. I mean, I got the Pelicans. I mean, this this could be a close game. This could be pretty close. But I think the Pelicans are going to win this one uh, 118 to 112. Interesting. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go uh, Pelicans 117, uh, Magic 104. And so I, I, I think that they cover the spread. Who knows? The Magic really do play teams pretty tough. And Wendell Carter Jr. has been really nice lately. And, and that's a good look. I saw the odds for him uh, for a triple-double were, uh, I believe it was plus 130 last I looked. And so I, I do like the odds there if you want to take a player prop on Wendell Carter getting a double-double. He's been cranking those out lately with the Magic. And uh, good for him. He found a new home there, and he's he's uh, thriving. But this is a pretty healthy New Orleans Pelicans team. Alexander Walker is out, but apart from that, they aren't really missing any key components. Lonzo, Bledsoe, Ingram, Zion Williamson, and, and Stephen Adams. That's just too much. And so I think that's a lock that the Pelicans get the job done in Orlando. And so those are your two locks, uh, the Spurs and Pelicans tonight. Now let's – now let, things get really interesting here. Uh, let's head down to the big star – the Lone Star State, not the Alamo, but the Dalamo, uh, the Dallas area. It's the Los Angeles Lakers who look like they're going to get Anthony Davis back. He's a game-time decision right now, but I, I think he's going to be back tonight. And so 
it's no longer the hapless Lakers. Like they're starting to come back now, and that's going to be a problem when you. This is the first time we're going to get to see Anthony Davis and Andre Drummond. I think there could be some chemistry issues as they look to kind of like feel each other out. There might be some rust for Anthony Davis, and that's why I think the Mal- the Mavs win in a close one. But this one really could go either way because. I mean, Anthony Davis is such a special player. He's probably very well-rested. Uh, keep an eye on Dennis Schroeder, game-time decision, and a lot of game-time decisions. Uh, Marcus Saul, um, Markeith. Do they have Markeith or Marcus Morris? They have Markeith Morris. Okay, yeah, Markeith Morris. And then, um, but Dallas is really help, healthy. Uh, Maxi Kleba is a game-time decision. Apart from that, they're full strength. And they've been really good. I think this smells like a Luka game, you know, where he just seems to really step up against some of the t- higher competition. And especially with the Blazers losing last night, the Mavs, they don't want to be in a play-in situation. And so they're in the seventh spot right behind the Blazers. I think they have a lot to play for. And it's always a big game when you're playing against the, the Lakers, whether LeBron James is playing or not. And so... This one is going to be a really, really good game. But I I just feel like the Mavs, fully healthy Mavs, should be able to take care of this one. It would be different, obviously, if uh, LeBron James was playing. But it's totally understandable why this is the TNT game. Yeah, I mean, because they, they schedule that stuff way ahead in advance. So yeah. this is the assumption that LeBron is playing and they wanted to get this matchup. I got the Mavs winning as well, 110 to 104, but I could also see overtime. So if it's overtime, it'll be a little bit more than that. Oh, that would be so exciting. Yeah. What a, what a game to have on TNT. So I'm going, uh, today's podcast brought to you by TNT. We know drama. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm going Mavs. So, so Davis and Drummond, I think, uh, are going to be kind of tough, but I think they might be able to expose Andre Drummond a little bit on the pick and roll. And the Mavs love that pick and roll, so I'm I'm thinking Mavs put up one twelve, in the Lakers, right on their heels. Let's give them one oh nine. And so that I, uh, I I yeah yeah I'm going one twelve, one oh nine. So the the spread is minus three and a half. And so the Mavs just barely missed that, but I obviously don't feel super comfortable about that, uh, saying that I have it so close, it's not going to be a comfortable cover. And the over-under, I wouldn't... Really, I just wouldn't touch this game. If you are going to go with it, I would just take Mavs on money line. Like, I I myself might take Mavs on money line because I do feel confident they'll win. But as far as how many points are going to be scored or them covering the spread, I have zero faith because I do think this could turn into a defensive battle, uh, especially with Anthony Davis returning. So Lakers are a really good defensive team. Let's move on to we got two games left. We'll save the game of the night for last. And so we'll go go to Boston. And, Hami, it's just about – three years ago, maybe a little longer ago, that we went to a Bulls game in disguise as Phoenix Suns fans. I think we even had, like, fake names. We were wearing Suns jerseys. We were also celebrating Earth Day that day. 
and it was a wonderful time. And we talked about how the Phoenix Suns were an exciting young team, and they really didn't even have, like, I think it was just Devin Booker's, like, the only guy they still have on that team, but they're extremely exciting now. They're a game and a half out of first place in the league. Uh, they're must-watch, and... Meanwhile, the Celtics are kind of getting it together. They're eight of their last ten. So they're starting to show that they are a good team, too. This is this is one where you might want to just flip a coin. I don't know. I, I, I don't feel comfortable really going with either team here, especially uh, considering that the Celtics are always a really good home team. And uh, their home record is 18. Yeah, this is a tough one. Yeah. This is a tough one because the Celtics are, are – the Suns played last night. And they played a great game against the Sixers. Yeah, and the Suns are so the damn Celtics. good on the road. They're nineteen and seven on the road, where the Celtics are eighteen and eleven on at home. And so, yeah, it's just really hard to bet against the Suns right now, isn't it? Yeah, I you know it's a rematch of the nineteen seventy six finals forty five years later. I think I'm going to go the uh, I think I'm going to go Suns barely winning. And I'm going to pick overtime. I'm going to go overtime 119 to 114 in overtime. Wow. Over in the Suns cover. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Celtics super close. 112 to 110. So I'm also going on the over there. But I think is that, that the, a game winner for Kemba? I think it's a game winner for Tatum. Tatum, okay. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like Smart has been due for a game winner. <laughs> if I'm the Celtics, I'm not gonna lie. He's not the guy I want taking that shot, though. I know. I know. I was just kidding because Smart never he never gets that chance. Oh, but he'd he'd love to though. But he is clutch. Yeah. Evan He's Fournier is ways, out. Yeah. That that's a good thing to know. Evan Fournier is out. Robert Williams is out. Ooh, I didn't realize Robert Williams is out. I changed my mind. Same score, flip it. Suns, Suns win 112-110. Is that a Chris Paul game winner? Is that a Michael Bridges game winner? Sarge, it's, win. It's uh, someone in the Celtics misses. Oh, they they okay, try okay. to force overtime, or they do hit that and it goes to overtime, and then your score is correct. 119-114, <laughs> Suns win. Yeah. Yeah, Ojale yeah. hits a big three at the buzzer to overtime. And everyone says, Ojalali, Ojalali, golly, what a day. Uh, like from uh, from from Robin Hood. And we're not talking about the stock thing. I, I still don't understand that. Let's not even get into that. Uh, here we go. Game of the night. We've been saving it for last. The Milwaukee Bucks. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. The Milwaukee Bucks. They got big bucks, and they cannot lie. And the Eastern Conference can't deny that Giannis is still really good. And... I always look forward to him against Joel Embiid. Harris, Curry, and Simmons, all game-time decisions. This one's in Milwaukee, as I said. The only uh, injury for Milwaukee is the game-time decision for Giannis. I think all of these guys wind up playing as long as they can because it's it's a huge, huge game, really. You know, the Bucks are just three and a half games behind Philly. Philly knows that uh, the Nets are right on their heels. And this is where seeding gets really important this time of year. And so I'm... Did you see the, you, you see the spread here? What's the, what's the spread? 
it's oh, oh yeah, minus, minus eight. eight. I'm shocked. Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah I don't I like too. that at all. T- take, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that one at all. Maybe they're banking on Simmons not playing. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Because oh. I mean, Giannis is also GTD apparently. Yeah, I I mean, keep an eye on those. Maybe maybe people know something we don't right now. And it's a lot of this information comes out like in I don't know, about 6 hours from now, 6 7 hours from now. Uh right now it's yeah. 11 yeah, mountain so, time. So a lot of time. By the way, did you see that uh, that shot yesterday or that almost make by Embiid? No. Oh yes. Yes, insane. It. I did he see it. Shot. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. He that would have been the greatest shot in NBA history if he'd made that. Just unbelievable. Gets the rebound, one arms it, almost, heaves almost it. Almost had it. Almost took him right there to Splash Mountain. Uh, yeah, I don't understand yeah. because I think the, the Sixers have a really good chance to just outright win. And I kind of think they do. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, understand you, it. So you got the Sixers winning. Yeah, I got the Sixers winning. It's over under uh, 225. And before I give you a prediction i'm going to look at a few numbers here uh just to get a better feel for it these these teams are both relatively healthy and so i just like i said i just for the life of me i don't understand um how they're are the bucks fake money are the bucks fake money (laughs) oh counterfeits the Bucks average 119 points per game. That's pretty damn good. Uh, in the yeah. the Sixers average 113. So I do like the over on this one. I think it's going to be a high scoring game, and I could see it kind of like intensifying down the stretch. Jeez, these guys—they're just fun to watch against each other too. And I think it's going to get a little chippy. I think we could get into the 120s here, though. I, I'm definitely feeling good about the over 225. Yeah. It, it could hit overtime, I guess. Uh, and that certainly get over one twenty. I got the uh, I got the Sixers winning one sixteen to one thirteen, basically the same score as they lost yesterday. Wow. I'm going. Yeah, the Sixers are in a back second of a back to back, so that could be key. I'm going one twenty one one nineteen Sixers, but they're gonna have to really sweat it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough one. It's gonna be a great game, though. I mean, it's the fans. It's a win for the fans. I mean, if assuming Giannis is playing, of course, and Simmons and stuff like that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, yeah, keep an eye on all those game time decisions. Uh, Hami, we we've made it through all our games today. Do you do you want to talk about anything else before we wrap this one up? Uh, nothing really. I mean, it's just gonna be an, uh, it's gonna be a good day for Earth. A good Earth Day. Uh, make sure you ride your bike as I uh, am sitting here in my car saying this. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be very fun. And I think those tacos are certainly fertilized, so maybe oh, okay. they'll turn into something. I'm going to have to throw in some Neil Young. When, when people listen to this, they'll be hearing some Neil Young. Uh, it's a new day for the planet. It's a new day for love. Something like that. Is that um, like a birthday song, too? <laughs> because, like, is, that, <laughs> is, it, is, it, is, it, is it Earth's birthday? Is that what this is? Is that what this is about? Oh, Let me just ask God for you. <laughs> no idea. Ask Siri. Uh, but yeah, man. Neil Young. It's a new day for the... Have you ever heard that song? A New Day for Love? Uh, no, I haven't, but... Uh, it's I, the uh, best. Maybe it comes on. The oh, best. Right now. Yeah, I think this sounds really familiar. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's the best Earth Day song there is. It's a new day for the planet. It's a new day for the sun. To shine down on what we're doing. 
it's a new day for love. And we we support you, Neil Young, with your uh, with your genius. Um, and and uh, today's podcast brought to you by Neil Young, the greatest of Neil Youngs. My bicycle is named after Neil Young. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Is it going to be canceled soon? Gosh, I hope so. Did Neil Young get canceled? No, I don't know. I was just saying that just because you never know. Uh, Yeah, hopefully uh, that doesn't happen. I'm canceling uh, the cancelers. From now on, I'm canceling the cancelers. It's a double negative. I am Xing out the X's. Boom. That's what Earth Day is all about. Yeah. Canceling out. Canceling out. Yeah. That's right. Damn cold. We can't cancel out the Earth. We love the Earth. Happy Earth Day, everybody. Hoopsadamas Podcast. We love you. Ending the stream now. Bye. <laughs> All right. And I'll now stop the recording. If you're still listening to this, you're a real OG. Hope you enjoy the Neil Young. Take it easy. Hoops Rams Podcast. Slinger